What's going on, grappling fans? Who's the first one that puts you in the prepared mentally in the game? First of all, we've got all our matches have been pretty close. Hey, what's going on, grappling fans? Welcome back to another week of Who's Number One. Just hit episode number 75. Yeah, getting up there. Getting up there and uh, had an amazing weekend last weekend. We saw two badass events, Fight to Win 143, where we had Victor Hugo just take the title, man, smash Felipe Andrew, actually, if you don't want to put it bluntly. And Jits King, man, that's like a breakout um, uh, company, man. They, they are actually killing it as, as a new show. No, that event was amazing. It almost, I mean, I don't know what the submission rate was, but it was pretty high up there. It ended like an hour early because almost every match was a submission. So that was a fun one to watch for sure. And then we're going straight into another wild weekend of grappling here. We have Fight to Win 144. Really, really excited for the Rafael Lovato versus Lucas Hulk Barbosa Gi match. I mean, Lovato is going right to the top there with that matchup. You know, a couple weeks ago, he said he won a couple Legends matches, won the warm up. Stick on Hulk. That's yeah. crazy. Recent Black Belt World champ. I mean, just back in 2018, I believe, right? He won Black Belt World's uh, Hulk. Yeah, that's a hell of a matchup, man. But I think it might be one that uh, could work out well for Lovato. If Lovato gets on top, I think I could see Lovato taking that thing. I just know I'm pumped, man. Then we also have uh, Third Coast Grappling is back with the Kumite 2. Uh, what is the weight class on that? Is it is it 180 and up? I think that's just... This, no, is this open weight? That's got to be open weight. Evangelista. Evangelista, Victor Hugo. He's got some big dudes in there. Batista's back. Tanner Rice. Tanner Rice weighs as much as these other guys, too. He's Jonathan Grace, he's a little Tanner guy. Rice he's in too. there. But that's, yeah, a, that's yeah. a great event. We actually have Victor Hugo here with us. But before we do that, we should need to give a shout-out to our sponsor here. Let's get down to business. Uh, RX Sports, the official CBD sponsor of Flow Sports. Chase. Just this morning, you put some of this shit on your knee because you had to. Uh, yeah, I did. Had to work uh, out for you, man. It, I have to say, the the heat gel was effective. Um, it was is burning up the entire time. I didn't notice any pain inside of my knee. It was strictly topical. So, yeah, it worked. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been taking the gel yet. I've been taking the drops, the energizing, the sedative drops. I mean, I'm no scientist, but there's a pandemic going on out there, and I'm still healthy after taking these drops for a couple weeks. How about you? Cannot prove or disprove what Michael just said, but he's yeah. standing next to me. Prove me wrong. Six. I'm here right now. <laughs> CBD's working for me. Uh, so visit rxsportsinc.com slash flowsports for an automatic 20% off discount for your entire order. Defy your pain like Chase did today. <laughs> Defy his pain, came into the gym and beat me up. Defy your pain with RX Sports. Let's get it. All right, without any further ado, then let's bring in the new Fight to Win Super Heavyweight Gi Champion, Victor Hugo. Victor, calling in from Oklahoma. What's going on, brother? How are you today? What's up, guys? I'm good to hear, you know? Uh, living my best life. Training jiu-jitsu, getting conditioning, being around of two legends. Feels, feels great. Hell yeah, man. So you are staying uh, with Rafael Lovato, training there with Shanji. You know, all you guys are competing right now. What, what did they call it? Like the Six Blades, like tour or something? Uh, but you guys are all very Six busy right month. now. Six Blade yeah, Month. Six Blade yeah. Month. Yeah, that's going to be the sixth place month. I go uh, really excited to start the month, you know, and I think we start in the best way, best way possible, getting that submission over Felipe. And somehow I got then even more, like, motivated. They're really pumped up to their match. And, man, everything's great here, good vibes. 
we push oh, yeah, each man. other. I think you couldn't uh, you couldn't start it off better, indeed. Yeah, you kicked off uh, the six blade month pretty well. Uh, was this your first? This your first time fighting Felipe at Black Belt? How many times did you guys fight at the Color Belts? So far, it's the third one. We, we fought twice uh, at the Color Belts, twice at Brown Royal, Belt, right? No, and later we fought at Brazil Brasilia Open back uh, in Brazil. What's the, uh, the current Royal. record with you guys? Then is it a two and one, three and zero? I for won you? him. Yeah, three and zero for me. I beat him in Brazil by eight four on points. Mm. It was the final, so the finals. Let's let's go ahead uh, and and roll that uh, video for the uh, the match. You start this thing it's up. Time for the main event of the evening. So, Victor, you told me, um, despite having, a, as we'll see very shortly here, a very high-flying acrobatic performance, that wasn't really the game plan, right? Like, you had a different idea before the match started. Is that true? Yeah, that was... My game plan was to be... Was gonna... Was like... I planned to apply my pressure, you no know, stay low, uh, really try to get half guard, really like Lovato style, you know, like, that's showing the Lovato does. But in the fight, I felt like he didn't have, like, his grips whenever I got on top. And, man, I'm just going to go for my thing, you know? Like, I couldn't even think. I just went for what I do, you know? This was your first appearance back in competition since everything got shut down. Uh, I know we talked about it a little bit at the venue, but just tell the fans now, you know, how did it feel to finally be at another tournament, to be stepping back on the mats to compete? Uh, What was that feeling like for you? Man, it felt great, you know? Uh, I was kind of, like... I had a little bit of excitement for the, for this one, uh, being the main event to be fighting Felipe. Felipe has been a, in a great year so far. He won the Europeans, double, uh, double, no, he won the absolute. If I'm not wrong, so yes. he came in a, like a beautiful sequence, and, and I was like really pumped up for this match. Since I got like the my, my last match was against like Nicholas, I just wanted to keep like with a win, you know, and man, you went the win the best way possible. No, yeah, so great. Go ahead and take me through the match right here. You just hit a really nice sweep there off of Oma Plata. Uh, what's going through yeah, your mind now? That was that was the the first thing we had. Like we talked a lot before the fight was the beginning, you know. Because if I win, we don't have like points, so it doesn't matter if we really get a takedown and end up on guard. Sometimes you're only going to spend energy. So we really thought like if I was going to go on top or bottom, and I came really really. really Ready, like to be on top. I thought he would pull guard. As soon as we started the match, he 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 rather to be standing. So I was like, man, if you're not gonna pull me guard, I'm gonna pull him guard. Cause I think we actually when all the time we fought, he always pulled first or or took him down. So it was the first time I actually like pulling guard. You know, like mm. I I be on bottom before fight against him, but I never actually pull guard. So as soon as I pull guard. I went for the collar and sleeve grip, and I went for a plata that Shonji does a lot. He kind of clamped the shoulder. I think, like, that start was very, like, the way that I started the match was very important for the, the way I did end. Hey, Caleb, went, could like, you uh, rewind the match a little bit right before uh, that crazy flying attack? Bring it back yeah. just a bit further. Yeah, that's fine. Right here is fine. Um, yeah. So yeah, this is this is right into that Oma Plata sweep here that uh, we were just talking about. Yeah, 
And then let, let's talk about this flying attack because I was right mat side. I, I, I don't know. I don't think you can see me, but my mouth was like wide open because I was like, oh, my God, Victor Hugo is like fl- <laughs> flying through the air. It was so cool. Um, it was just instinctual, right? You just felt the grips and you said, I have to go. Yeah, to pull it. instinctual. Definitely. Definitely instinctual. Uh, and I actually do this armbar. Like, I think you guys might have a clip for my words 2017. I think I hit it, this one. Mm. On a Otavio student, I have hit a, a triangle two on bones as purple belt 2016. I just feel like it's there and I go, you know, like sometimes the gravity doesn't help me because I'm way too heavy, but sometimes I can hit it. How tight was this armbar? It looked like it was yeah, all the way on. It looks nasty. Man, it was really tight. I felt his 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 elbow pop it like twice, mm-hmm. but I think it was too much in like i had his arm too deep i see so his elbow so, so his elbow was almost like in the height of my stomach not my hips when i actually like to be it because i have more pressure so it popped and it went for like i bent his arm but i i, I didn't feel like you tap and there's a combination that i hit and I train a lot i go for arm rise and i like to go for triangles mm-hmm. and it went right in you know so i mean Another big win for you already at Black, but you obviously you beat Marigali, who was I think number one pound for pound when you beat him, and then you beat Felipe Andrew, the the European Open class champion. What do you what are you thinking? Uh, is, is there any big names you want next? I mean, you're already knocking off some of the biggest guys out there. Man, yeah, I want to keep up like fighting against big names. You know, uh, definitely, I just fought like the well ranked guy. He's the number one on IBJJF rank. And my goal is to be fighting the top top shops of the division, no? For sure, I'll be fighting for ultra heavies and up. I don't think, like, middle heavies is a good matchup for me. Like, I don't think if they'll be down for super, super fight because I'm, like, 260 right now. And that's another point that I really like. like I really respect Felipe to take, take this fight. Even though he fights absolutes, I'm kind of heavy to him. He fights heavy, if I'm not wrong, with super heavy. So, yeah, man, I don't have any names in mind, but... I will be working with Seth to just keep up with like big matches, you know. Oh yeah, you're the champ now, right? You got the belt, or did you did you have it going into that? I think yeah, was, I got the belt. I All think right. it was new. I believe you didn't have the belt before, right? No, I didn't have the belt. I think Mohammed actually had the belt before me, so I, I don't know what oh, happened. Okay. So uh, you got a big event coming up now. You're competing back to back weekends. The the third coast grappling Kumite number two. Last time they did a middleweight one. This time, uh, it's like an ultra... Is it ultra heavyweight division? Is it no weight limit? Yeah, no weight limit is pretty much like an absolute. Okay, so how, how are you feeling going into this thing, into the Kumite? Your first match there against uh, Ricardo Evangelista. I'm really excited to this one, man, because I haven't competed in a tournament since December, since Wars No Gi. This one's, this one's going to be a tournament. All I have done are super fights. I had Nicky Rod. I had... Nicholas, I had now Felipe, and before words, I only had like Elton too. So I'm really excited to come back to our tournament. You know, have like three fights in a row, and even more excited to be fighting against Ricardo again. He beat me last time in LA. I wasn't my best day, but you know, congrats to him. He had a he had a great match. He fought real well, and I'm really looking forward for this match against him in the first round. And most likely facing Grace in the second. Me and Grace, we always do some wars. 
last year we, I think we did one of the best fights at the world. If you watch it, it was like really cool. Did you and find yeah, him a brown belt? Did you find yeah, I think you. Yeah, he lifted me up. Don't you remember? I think you took yeah, a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember That's that. Right. I did take a like, picture of that. Jeez. So you fought Man, him in the pr- he purple. He was like five feet from the back. <laughs> yeah, I was he's never expecting pretty strong that. guy. Yeah. Well, you guys, he beat you. Uh, purple belt. Purple belt. When uh, when he yeah. won the open class, remember he beat you in Duzo and he beat all the big guys, and then you beat him at brown oh, yeah. belt. Okay, so you guys have had yeah. a good little rivalry going throughout the color belts. Yeah. I don't and know, man. We can't sleep on Pedro Mourinho, though. Yeah. That guy's been winning everything, man. That guy's good. Yeah, Pedro. Pedro is really tough. All right, so let's slow it down. The first round, uh, Ricardo Evangelista. Uh, we thought you were two and one against him, but you told us that when you were a brown belt, you beat him at World Series of Grappling. So you're three and one against him. What do you, What are you thinking specifically Sorry, about this match going into it with with Evangelista? He's a big dude. You got it's probably the two biggest guys in the whole tournament are matched up first round. So you got the biggest guy first round uh, yeah. first thing. What do you think about this matchup? Man, uh, Ricardo is always like a war because he's big as me and he has a lot of experience. His close, his close guard is very famous. He had a good sweep from there. And we all, every match that we do, we both end up like gassed, you know. It's just a lot of energy. And I think it's going to be like kind of a good challenge for our first round. And it's going to for sure build my confidence like up. It's going to bring my confidence up after this first round because... Whenever I pass in, I will feel most comfortable because against the other guys, he's the heavier guy. I would say he's the more, most technical, but he's the heavier guy. And, you know, like, I, every time we fight is war, we have made, like, four so far. I think the best ma- match I had against him was as Brown, actually, the first one. The other ones were kind of really, like, I would say, like, it would be like, it could go anyway. I think we draw once. And he beat me on Greensland. He swept me. And I think he mounted me, if I'm not wrong. And, man, I'm looking forward to take it back, you know. I, I don't like to I don't like to be with losses, you know. I I had the opportunity to take back my loss against Nicholas. And that's been working on now, you know. I feel like I'm always improving every after match. Yeah, and then, as you said, you think that you're going to get Jonatas Gracie second round. Chase is right. You can't sleep on Pedro Mourinho, but Pedro is more, I feel like, more of a nogi guy these days. He, he does a lot, has a lot more success, nogi. So if you do match up with Jonatas Gracie, which Victor Doria is going to get mad at us for counting out uh, Pedro Mourinho again, if you do match up with Jonatas Gracie second round, what do you think about that one? You've been going back and forth with him for so long. That's another thing, man. Me and Jonatas, we are like kind of absolute final classic you know for color belts we had like big fights last year we had like a great match he's i think yeah, i started winning and somehow he came out on the bottom and he lifted me like six feet from the from the from the mat and dumped me on my face <laughs> i i totally felt with my face on the mat it was really awakening like actually was really awakening like you better wake up and i came back i mounted him i couldn't submit it but you know, I'm looking forward to to put my 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 new way, and I'm like dominate. You know, I really try. I'm really work on my domination, uh, flow, pressure, finish. Try to dominate the match using my size, using my technique, my flow to get over get what I want. You know, Shanji was telling us uh, after the end of your match there that. 
there's been a big focus now to turn you into a straight up killer. Like you, you always were very strategic and smart, but now they're saying maybe finish oriented. Is that is that true? Is that sort of your mindset now these days? Oh yes. Uh, on my color belts, uh, if you see that my match back then, I would go like really flow guy. I have like good Toriando pass. I would go more like flowing, more speed. Now I've been working more on my pressure. You know, like. Be, I've been working more on my precision. That's my main thing now. As black belt, I think you gotta get, gotta have a lot of precision. Like if you saw me, I had flipping a triangle, and I wouldn't miss it for nothing. Like it's just like a sniper, you know. And I think that's a really important thing in black belt because if anyhow you lost positions, you might end up losing the match because it's just such high level. So that's my goal now. You know, become like a straight finish. Uh, I look, I look forward, like, I look up to Rafael and Shanji. They both, like, show me the way. And, you know, I feel great, man. I'm really excited to be, like, showing, the, showing my best version out there. So, coming out of the other uh, side of the bracket, I think it's pretty easy to say that uh, the two favorites on the other side are Gustavo, Batista, Bergina, and Felipe Andrew. Who do you see making the finals out of the other side of the bracket there? Man, for the face now, Braguinha is coming like... He looked good. Monster. Yeah, yeah, he looked good. But he's kind of lighter than usual, you know? He just made it the 180. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I definitely could say that Felipe could come up with a victory. Felipe is very dangerous on his guard. And I think that match is going to be, for sure, like a guard passer against a guard player. Uh, I can see, like, Braguier on top. I mean, it's hard to say, you know. I, I can't say who's going to win, but for sure it's going to be a great match. And I would have been, like, surprised to be doing the finals against Felipe again, you know? It, it looks like the only time that they've fought was uh, ACB Worlds in 2018 where uh, Felipe choked uh, Gustavo from the back. But like yeah. you said, uh, I don't remember that I match. I was there. You were there? I was there. Yeah. yeah. I think I was there. And I remember Philippe took the back and took him as black belts, right? Yeah, yeah. So Gustavo, yeah. I mean, but Gustavo, though, if he gets going, if he gets his positions and his grips that he likes when he's passing, he's hard to deal with. So, I mean, yeah, it really could go either way. Yeah, exactly, man. If Gustavo's getting half guard, it's really hard to, like, do anything from there. And it's gonna be a really good match. They they both they they have like a both like different styles which match really well for a for a semifinal, you know. So yeah, I can't say who's gonna win, but I'll be ready for whoever. Real quick, uh, before I forget, we need to point out that Jonathan Gracie is fighting back to back nights this weekend. So that may. Play yeah. a, a role, you know. Uh, That's right. He's doing fight to win. Fight to wins on Friday. Here he goes the next day. He's taking on Edwin Najmi at fight to win 144, which is a sick match. Uh, then, yeah, just the next day he'll be doing this bracket. So I, I wouldn't want to be tired against Pedro Mourinho, man. Yeah. Like, that's like one of the last guys I'd want to. dangerous. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the thing. But Jonathan is too tricky, man. I remember when we fought Purple Belt, mm. the absolute. I had like four matches on my side. I submitted the three, the, the three mat, four matches in the final. So I submitted my three matches, and I was like two matches ahead of him. So when I was in the finals, he was still in the quarterfinals. And he had like two guys, like bigger than him, and he went for the finals. Like he, he looked like he was done. He was laying on the floor, and I, I was like, man, this guy's done. It's going to be fine. 
And there I am pulling guard. He's like Toriando me for the whole freaking six minutes. And, you know, like, <laughs> it's really hard to continue out, you know. He's really prepared. You, you've never fought uh, Batista, right? Have you ever fought Batista? Not a black No, guy. I haven't fought him. We have trained a lot back in Brazil. When, before I even joined Ribeiro, okay. I used to do a lot of cross-training with NS Brotherhood guys. I used to do cross-training oh. with Cicero Costa as blue and purple. So we train a lot on my blue and purple belt days. We actually were supposed to do a match in Brazil later 2015 as blue for the absolute. But I let him pass because we were training for the whole week and he was coming from the Europeans gold and Pan's gold, if I'm not wrong, as blue. Yeah, that's so the year we, he did double grand slam. Out. Yeah, we'd be training for like two weeks and we talked it out. I was kind of, I, I had like my lower back really fucked up that day. So we, he passed it. He, I think he ended up winning. Yeah, he and went double, yeah, double grand slam that year. Know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we ended up training a lot as blue and purple. Oh, okay. I think I we might know each other's game, you know. I didn't know that you had that you used to go with the NS and Cicero guys and train a lot. Uh, so, oh yeah. Another big match this week. Obviously, you're in Oklahoma, training with Lovato. How's Lovato looking going into this matchup with Hulk? Oh man, he's looking, he's looking good. You know, his pressure on top. Everybody knows. Everybody saw it. Like, and I feel like over the years he's been improving his style. You know, he's been becoming more sharp more confident, his pressure is, is really hard to, like, hold on. Even me, I'm a bigger guy, and it's warm, you know, like, he fights like, a, I, I can feel like I'm fighting ultra heavy, I would say. And I can see Lovato winning Hulk, you know, he a complete fighter, he has bottom, he has top, and in this fight, in, in this matchup, exactly, I think it it's very Lovato, like, it's, very, it's going to be very good for him. Submission only, no points. If there was points, I would say it would be a little bit more complicated since he's not been competing gi, like, for points in a while. But submission only, man, I'm Lovato all the way, you know? Yeah, I think that's a smart call there. Um, Lovato definitely knows the rule set. He also studies, uh, you know, a lot. He knows exactly how to play the game at Fight to Win. And I can't wait for this matchup because it's also just such a contrast. You know, Lovato's so long. Uh, Hulk is like really compact and strong as hell. Like it's gonna be a fun game. I, I really can't can't wait to watch it. And they both Grinsland, I'm right. That's Lovato right. Lovato was the first. Lovato was the first, and Lucas was the last one. So it's gonna be like a two generations, you know. Yeah, it's such a testament to Lovato's longevity. I mean, he did that in I think 2007, if that's correct. Um, and then Hulk did it in 2017. It's 10 years difference there. It's nuts. And Lovato's oh, yeah. still at the top of his game. Yeah. Oh yeah. What do you think, uh, Victor, in your opinion, what do you think is the path to victory for Lovato here against Hulk? What, is, what does Lovato need to do to get this win against Hulk? Man, uh, somehow end up on top and yeah. apply his pressure. I can see if he get on top, he'll mount and finish with a cross choke. That's what I can predict. Man, that would I think the the world would explode uh, if Lovato cross choke Hulk from out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, getting on top of Hulk is easier said than done, though. He looks like he's a hard guy to sweep. Man. When, he settles, of, yeah. that, when he settles in for that double underpass and stuff, like yeah, people yeah, have yeah, a hard yeah. time moving him. Does uh, what's Lovato's pressure feel like when he's passing on you? Uh, feels very bad. <laughs> <laughs> very honest response there. Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah. 
I mean, like, yeah, I mean, that's why I feel so confident in, in competitions, you know, because if I can survive his pressure, change his pressure on top, man, I don't feel afraid of going against anything, anybody else, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you look at the guys you train with, the, the Barrow brothers, uh, Lovato, they all do the same thing. They like to force half guard, smash the shit out of you, and then force them out, right? It's uh, something you don't yeah. see a lot of guys doing nowadays, but very efficient. Yeah, exactly. And I'm trying to bring this style back. I don't see, to be honest, I don't be seeing a lot of like new generation guys going for that style. I see most of the guys lately, they be going like Toriando Pass. Some of them, they like knee cut, but this, I mean, trying to bring this style back, you know, like classic Jiu-Jitsu back. I know it's hard. You got to be really sharp to apply those positions in a such high level, guys. But still, I've been working every day. I see the, I am the proof that this works. And I've been seeing this every day. The way they train with me is like, if they get a half guard, you'll be hard to escape, you know? And if you escape, that means your defense skills are really sharp. So, man, you know, good experience. So we're going to be seeing some old, old school style passing coming out of you coming up. You're going to be smashing guys at Black Belt. Is that your plan? Yeah, that's my plan, man. I'm looking forward to apply that Roger pressure on top. You only got a couple minutes left here, Victor, but I, I want to ask you, man. Like, this has to be a really special time with with Shanji coming back in action for the first time in two years and just two weeks now. Lovato's back in action, full swing. You're winning everything. What's the vibe like? I mean, like, like you must all be so excited, just like thriving and training together. Uh, tell me how it feels right now. Man, yeah, as a rookie, I, I would say most people would feel like pressure because you're surrounded by greatness. You know, like both accomplished everything they wanted to in BJJ, Lovato, and MMA. But for me, I'm just like, you know, enjoy the vibe, man. They, they such have like, they have a, such a good vibe. And I'm learning every day, learn to be a better person, learn to be a better athlete, learn like, you know, and every, I feel like I'm in, in, involved in every aspect, you know? And it's great, you know? Feels great. And I feel like it's even greater because like, I'm kind of helping them too. So it's like, I, I exchange. And it's really cool, man. So, yeah, how, how motivating is that for you that, that Zhangji's coming back? And he's not coming back at, like, Master Division. He's fighting Gabriel Almeida, who's uh, a, a young black belt and who's had some big wins. Just beat Roberto, obviously. How how do you feel about Zhangji's return? Man, I'm, I'm really looking forward. He's really excited. Like, he's happy to be back. Zhangji can't live without Jiu-Jitsu, you know. Like, since he had the surgery, I think, a couple of weeks after, we were already rolling. He wasn't he wasn't using one hand, but it's still like a tough training. And I saw him rolling through like one hand with other guys and just choking guys with one hand. And you know, like he's really excited for this comeback. And against Gabriel, I think that's gonna be like a perfect matchup because Gabriel is coming from a victory over Roberto. Gabriel beat Hook and last Europeans, if I'm not wrong, not last Europeans, but Europeans 2019 has, like, really, like, modern game. And Shanji really likes to test himself, man. And I think every time he goes there and tests himself, he come back even, like, better. Like, he opened his vision. And he's th- – those guys, Lovato and Shanji, they really they – another thing that I really look up for them, uh, they're, they're very humble, you know. They're always up to learn. Anything I can help them with modern stuff, they ask me, hey, Victor, what is this here? What do you think about this position? What can I do? And same thing as I as I said, it's a great exchange we have here, no? For sure. How do you, how do you think Shanji? Obviously, you roll with him a ton. How do you think he uh, matches up with the new generation? 
man, he can fight anybody, I think, you know. He proved that back in the DCC when he fought Gordon, which is no long, was no long ago, 2017, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's always up for some challenge, man. He's always ready. And I play my, my, my top game with him, and he, go, he, go, he, he can play with anybody from the new generation, you know. I don't, I don't know what are his goals after Gabriel, who he's looking forward to fight, but, man, it's going to be a good, good match for him. For comeback against Gabriel. Gabriel has a sick game, and I can see Shandy going for submission too. Uh, it'll be great. Like me, Lovato, and him finishing up this six months, six blade month with submission. No, like six blade. It's gonna be a statement. Yeah, six blade month is still going for you because you got Kumite this week. Uh, you've climbed oh, yeah. all. You've climbed all the way up to number four, uh, pound for pound, going into this weekend. Uh, the guys ahead of you haven't been very active. I think it's Kainan, Buchecha, and Mikey ahead of you. Uh, do you mm-hmm. think? Do you think that if you win the Kumite this week and beat uh, either Felipe again or Brigginia, and uh, do you think that you should be in contention for the number one pound for pound in the rankings? Oh, oh yes, I'm ready. Uh, that's my main goal, you know. And I think it's just a matter of time for me to achieve the number one pound for pound in the world. Uh, I'm not rushed, you know. I think I know everything is a process, and every process takes time. But you know, everybody see, man. I'm 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 getting better every time. Every time I come back to the meds, I'm coming better. So you know, I'm really looking forward. I don't know if I will be fighting any of those guys who are like the top three right now. But for sure, it will be a great matchup, like for the future, you know. Bushish is such a legend. He has proven for us that he's the best on Gi. He's been there like for I don't know how many years. I was a white belt. He was a black belt winning world championships. I got the the chance to fight him before. Kind of we've been f- fighting so many times at brown belt. So you know I've been I've been doing my thing. I'm 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 on no rush. And little by little I'll be there, man. Little by little I get there for sure. Man, that matchup with Pusheta is something that we've been thinking about. Yeah, I think since it, the Mayor Gali win, probably would have happened last week if if it wasn't for COVID. That's right. Yeah. How, how bad do you want that matchup one day with Pusheta? That's got to be the one that, that you have your eyes on, right? Oh yeah, man. I was really like mentally getting ready for this match happen at Worlds because I know I don't know how the brackets would be, but probably it would be him one side and me on the other side. And since the, the beginning of the year, I was really thinking that we'd go for our finals awards. And it would be such an honor for me, you know, because, man, I used to watch his highlights to go for a train as a white belt. And here I am, like, I would say eight years after, like, about to fight him again, like, having the opportunity to be here, like, around greatness. And, yeah, man, for sure, it's a fight that everyone wants to see it. I think we match up really well because I think I bring something different to the ultra heavy division. I can play guard, I can play top, I can even throw takedowns, you know. So he does kind of the same too. So for sure, people, you see not a body match, you know, like we both are really well-rounded. And I think, yeah, it's, it's a match that will, it will happen sooner or later. And I'm really looking forward for that, you know. A lot of respect to Bushesha and, you know, it's just a matter of time. So uh, we had talked about how Hulk and Lovato have achieved the uh, Grand Slam before. Obviously, you've done it. Uh, did you do a purple and brown belt? Did you do both? No, purple I couldn't do it. I did. Okay. A, I, I might have it done. No, 
because the year that I won my division, I didn't go to Brazil. I couldn't go ah, because okay, of so you missed the But you did a double Grand Slam at Brown Belt, correct? Yeah. But and I, that's what I want to do one day at Black Belt. Yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's what I was going to say. Are we going to see you maybe next year if things go back to normal? Are you going to be – you skipped Euros this year. Are you going to try and hit Euros, Brasileiro, everything, and try and do a Grand Slam? Oh, yeah. That's my main goal as a Black Belt now. I, I know it's really hard, but at Brown wasn't easy. And, you know, I'm always, like, look forward to challenges. And I'm not sure if somebody has done it yet. So I, do you guys know if somebody has done it yet? A double Grand Slam Black Belt? The double Grand Slam? I don't think so. As Black Belt? No. Because no. Bouchesh has won Worlds like for so long but hasn't gone other yeah, tournaments. Yeah, no, nobody's, nobody's double Grand Slammed it. But, yeah, he could be the first to do that. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure if I was the first to do as Brown. But, you know, I'm always up to make history, man. And I'm surrounded by the guys who make history. So, you know, really motivated. And I don't think it's impossible. So that's really a fool to me. Yeah, I'd love to hear it, man. Set those goals high and make your name known. That's really cool. Oh, yeah. So for the rest of the summer, do you have anything else lined up? Obviously, we'll see you on Saturday. But what else are you looking at coming up? Uh, after third coast, I might look up for another fight to win match, defend my title, you know, do a, defend my title. And afterwards, I might start to train Nogi to get some Nogi match for the second semester. You know, I, I want at least get like two months or one month of good training of Nogi before I get any match. Uh, I might, I might go for Kumite uh, or something like that. I'm not sure yet, but I want to get back on Nogi shape to actually be ready for ADCC too as a, a goal that I have. Who knows? Maybe me, Shanji, and Lovato will go for ADCC 2021, so it's going to be really motivating. Oh, yeah. man, that'd be dope. Oh, yeah. Victor, we got to let you go now. We got to uh, get ready for our next guest, Natchele DeJesus. But uh, thank you so much for calling in, Victor. We'll see you Saturday, bro. For sure, man. Thanks so much, Flo Gravity, for the invitation. Thanks so much, guys. And i see you guys this weekend, right? Sounds good, my friend. Oh, yeah. Well, Chase will be there. I won't, I won't be there. I'll be at home, but I'll be at fight to win this week. But, uh, all right, all right. Yeah, uh, we see each other soon, man. See you soon, bro. Later, Victor. Take it easy. Talk to you. Oh, yeah, that, dude, that, that Kuma, we got a great weekend of jiu-jitsu coming up between fight to win's wild and then the Kumite, like like we were talking about earlier. Jontas Gracie is going back-to-back nights. Mm-hmm. Pedro Mourinho and Victor Hugo. Back-to-back weekends. Back-to-back weekends, and they both won last weekend. So, yeah, these guys are moving up. And the six-blade summer. We got Lovato, Victor, and Shanji all competing constantly, basically. So it's definitely a good time to be a fan, and things don't seem to be slowing down anytime soon. six-blade summer, dude. You got to love those guys. It's a hell of a crew. Yeah, the energy is awesome, man. Lovato was pacing around the mats when he we were like just discussing the match of Hulk coming up and he was so jacked he was so hyped to do it so looks like we got Nachielli on the line another Hello champion guys. here from fight to win hi Nachi how you doing how's it going I'm good how are you guys all good let's see they're gonna pull your video on here there we are so yeah how you doing big win for I'm you good the night. yes so, <laughs> uh so how do you feel about that match about your performance the other night against Anna Carolina uh, I think he did a really good fight, um, but I watched the fight again yesterday, and I know I could do more, you know, I could do better, but at the same time, I, I was a little, you know, scared to commit a mistake and maybe ended up in a bad situation, 
me and Anna, we fought like five times already. Mm. So it's always a really tough fight. It's always a hard match. So I didn't want to commit mistakes, you know. But I, I felt great. I, you know, I surprised myself playing on top and Anna playing on bottom. I didn't. I didn't expect that. <laughs> was yeah, awesome. we were all really surprised too. I wanted. I wanted to ask you about that. I know. I know you talked to Howell uh, after the match, but what? Did, what was your immediate reaction when Anna pulled guard right away? Was it like, oh, uh oh? <laughs> like, how did you yeah. feel right then? <laughs> to be real, I didn't expect that because I know Anna. She likes to play on top, and also I saw her competing many times, and also we fight many times. And this never happened. I never saw her pulling guard or anything, playing bottom. But I knew she had a, a good guard too because we trained together actually um, back two years ago uh, whenever we was in Dallas. So she spent a couple of days with us and we trained together. And I know she had a really good guard because she was playing a lot on bottom whenever we was training. So I kind of was like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, was was like something that I really didn't expect. I was training a lot on my guard. I was training bottom, you know, to prevent any kind of uh, bad situation for me. But whenever she pulled guard, I was like, oh, oh my god! Now I, I have to try to pass, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this was your, uh, I believe, your first competition back since everything shut down. You know, how did it feel out there? Was it great to be back? Oh it's, oh, it's so good to be back. And also was kind of weird, you know. Mm. Um, I was trained. I train a lot. But it's always different whenever you train and you compete. You know, like this fight supposed to happen, I think, in March. Yeah, before PN, something like that. I don't remember. That's but, right. you know, like, it was right, right, right? Yeah, it was okay. going to be at the <laughs> number one. It was going to be at the number, number one, one that was going to have Mikey. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. I missed that event. It never happened, but yeah, it, man. Part, of, part of my heart. Rest in peace to that event. Yeah. <laughs> yes, me and Hiba uh, actually supposed to fight who's number one. And we was training a lot and very excited for this match. But, you know, after it all, like to be back is great and like I said at the same time it's a little weird for me because it's different you can't train in like the whole day for a month whenever you get in the tournament it will be different that's why I like to be competing a lot always whenever I have an opportunity to do a super fight or even compete IBJJF I always like to compete you know to kind of feel um, used to do that you know yeah uh, so You've been pretty successful in Fight to Win. As remember, you beat Gabby Garcia here in uh, Austin. And then, obviously, last weekend in Dallas, you beat uh, Baby and a Carolina Vieira. Those are two, I mean, legends of the sport. And you just said you want to stay active. How often are you planning on defending your Fight to Win title? Uh, like, I I talked to Seth, and I said, like, whenever we have a fight, I would love to, to fight again, you know. doesn't matter who I be, I'll be fighting. I just like to be there, you know, competing. And Fight to Win for me is one of the, the best shows. It's super fun. You know, it's like you can see the fight is more active. The people, it's hard to hold on a position because it's submission only. So it's fun to watch. It's fun to compete. So I really like it. And I'm ready for the next one. <laughs> 
I have to ask you, um, Hibamar almost had a heart attack during your match. Uh, <laughs> what, what happened with Hibamar? Oh, man, he was getting fired up over there, <laughs> slamming the mat, slamming the mat. How, how motivating was that to have someone like that in your corner? <laughs> yeah, he's good, you know, but he's, at the same time, he's, he's like, I don't know, it's because he's my husband, you know, and also he's kind of my professor. We train together and pretty much he, he pushed me a lot on the train. So at the same time that I want to do something, you know, because he keeps like yelling me and screaming. Sometimes I got so nervous and I, I could not do anything, you know, <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> it's good, you know, because I know how it is because whenever... You know, I coach his mat. I, I am the same way. I always yell at him, like, let's go, come on, you gotta pass, you gotta sweep. <laughs> that, that match was super close, too. I think uh, you could even argue that Baby was up until maybe the last couple of minutes when you turned it around. The toe hold at that, the end. Exactly, that was the closest thing. Were you getting nervous there uh, during the, towards the end of the match? Yes. Uh, on my mind, I was like, man, I think I lost this mat you know but i watched the fight again and because it's submission only i think my submission was like you know um the engagement was better mm. so that's why they gave the victory for me and also hiba asked the referees you know just to make sure um why they thought that i won the fight and they they, they said the same thing you know about the the submission submission engagement um uh, my foot lock was the one that was kind of better, you know. No, oh, yeah, I agree, for sure. Yeah, she got the stronger. Yeah. You had the stronger reaction. I, I think you yeah. can't argue against that, really. Uh, yes. So, what uh, what other matches are you looking at? Is there any other matches that you would like, or anything? Uh, Fight to wins coming to town. They're gonna yeah. be in Austin very soon, and you're not so far away. Yeah, you're you're located in a very good place, <laughs> for, for, really, because you're in Texas. So you're, all the all the all the events are right up the street for you. Uh, is there any matches you would like coming up? Um, no, I don't like for, I fought uh, pretty much all the, the, the black belts, all the girls, I think all of them I compete before. So I'm just waiting for Seth, like, you know, saying the name and I w always will say yes. Doesn't matter who be, you know, if I have to fight someone again, I will do it. You know, I just love to fight. And for me, it's not about, you know, the, the, competition and the challenge is about challenge myself you know and I always I try to to be better and for me I feel that I felt I felt like I fight really well on the fight win tournaments because I feel no pressure you know like I'm not scared if I give points or not I know I, I have just to go to the submission so I'm waiting <laughs> do you think you'll be on one of those cards coming up here in Austin I think so. Yeah, that's what I asked him. Like, I would love to fight in Austin. It's so close for me. It's one hour away. So I know a lot of students and people we know would go and support. And it's amazing to fight whenever you have your students and people look to you, you know. I love that feeling. Uh, you just brought up an interesting uh, point about not being worried about giving up points when you fight submission only. You're obviously you're at the top in both of them. Absolute world champion in, in IBJJF, fight to win champion currently. Is there a, a particular style that you feel you're better in, or that you prefer? Maybe. Um, I like to. I always play on bottom, 
you know, and I always look for submission, no matter what, if it's IBJJS, if it's fight to win. Uh, the way that I train with everyone is, uh, is always my goal, is always submit then. You know, it's different because, as you guys know, we came from Cicero Costa Academy, and over there, the style is very different. The, the, the boys, they like to play a lot on the on the mat. They like to, you know, make a lot of points, like 20-0, 10-0. And this is hard. <laughs> you know, I don't have cardio for that. Imagine you have to do, <laughs> like, 10 fights, like, 10 minutes per match. It's hard. And Hiba is, is also like that. He like the style, but I prefer like submission. If I have the back, if I have like side control, if I'm on bottom, I always will look for you know forward. Like I always submission, um, fight win, IBJJF. Most of my fights, uh, I I can submit. Uh, the past tournaments, I couldn't submit, but it's always a challenge, you know, whenever you are on the high level tournaments and competing against high-level girls is even hard to try to submit then. So I think uh, the big one for you would probably be like 2021, you probably have your eyes on ADCC, I'd imagine, right? Oh, I hope that, I hope so. (laughs) I don't know, like um, for us to fight the trials would be hard, you know, because now we have the gene and it's really hard for us to travel together. And he, but he, he wants to compete also, you know. Um, but I don't know, like maybe they can invite me again. I'm looking for that. I hope that happens. <laughs> yeah. And if they, yeah. And I would love to fight again. Now I, like, as I fight, you know, last year, now I know how it is, the tournament. Now I know the rules. Now I know how I have to train you know, it's totally different, like totally different. For me, it's another sport, you know, it's another sport. So I got to be very prepared for that. That brings up a, an interesting point. You know, ADCC is so different. But I, I wanted to ask you, you know, long term, what major goals do you have left? I mean, you're like a five-time world champion. You're a fight-to-win champion. You know, what do you really want to add to your career and legacy at this point? So as a an athlete, I think I did a lot, you know, I love to compete, I love compete, like I said, I want to keep competing, and uh, maybe this year, you know, was crazy, <laughs> you know, it was like a hard time, I was playing to compete pin, and worlds, and everything, um, but was canceled, so now, I don't know, I, I want to keep doing the super fights, I want to keep competing the worlds tournament, you know, and now my, my like real goal for now is make our genes grow and, you know, take care about the business and everything because now is another phase for us. It's different. I never imagined how hard it is to have a gene, you know, like it's totally different than athlete life. Now we have more responsibility, you know, yeah, it's hard, but between like, you know, both. I want to keep competing in the big tournaments and the super fights and also take care about the business and maybe in the future open another school. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 
Nachi, we're going to have to let you go. We got our next guest. Uh, we got to get ready for it, uh, Seth Daniels. But thank you so much for calling in. Congrats on another great performance, and hopefully see you out there defending that belt sometime soon. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for inviting me. It was awesome. <laughs> Always good to see you, Nachi. Take care. We'll talk to you very soon, I'm sure. Thank you. See you, see guys. You. Great to hear from Nachi Ali, yeah. fight to win champion, world champion. Such a nice person, too. You wouldn't, you wouldn't know that when you saw her in the mats, but definitely one of the nicest people out there. Yeah, she, she raised an interesting point about how she's basically fought all of them, right? I mean, she even beat Gabby in fight to win. It's, so it's, it's yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, G- Pisania might be a, Gabby Pisania might be an interesting one. That's one of the one. only people that have kind of figured out how to beat Nacielli. Yeah, uh, so she, maybe they could run that back and fight to win. I know Pisania was going to fight. Gabby Garcia at one point in Fight to Win. Oh, that's right. That's an L.A. show that got canceled yeah, way yeah. back in the day. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. There might be issues. She's probably in Brazil, so I don't know if she'll be able to come up anytime soon. But I think we got him on the line here. here Fight to Win CEO. Here's our man, Seth Daniels. Got no audio for him right now. Seth, yeah, we got you. What's up, man? How you doing? Yeah, how do you manage that? Because you're traveling... Every week, and then uh, you got to go back and yeah, raise your kid in between, man. It's got to be a hectic life. Kids, yeah. Jeez. All day Saturday until about six or so to work. So I get in like a good ten day, ten hour day where it's just like. Me and my computer in Brooklyn Nine Nine, and then um, that's my new show. Now that I'm done with Ninety Day Fiance, by the way, <laughs> and and uh, and then uh, the kids come over at like six or so on Sunday, and then I have them all the until like the minute I leave, and then I come back and just kind of I just gotta I gotta get them to where they gotta go, and then I gotta you know cook all the meals and do all the laundry, and and then. Um, you know, work in between, and then when they go to bed, try to work as late as I can every night. That's pretty much all I can do. So we just had uh, Victor Hugo and Nacielli were our last two guests on this same show, and we were talking about last week, and I think we should move on to uh, next week in a little bit. You put together a hell of a card coming up for this Friday. Yeah, it's a good one, man. Uh, I think that Lovato versus Hulk is probably the biggest gi match we've ever had on the show. You know, the biggest no-gi match we probably ever had was uh, Lovato and Cyborg, so there tends to be a uh, recurring uh, – <laughs> a, a recurring theme to my biggest matches ever tend to have Lovato in them. Could you uh, maybe shed some light on the matchmaking process? Because like Hulk is one of the top guys of his generation, and, and it seemed like Lovato wanted a couple, you know, legends matches, guys that weren't super active. But here he is taking on someone at the top of their game, the top of the the world at the moment. How did that conversation go? How did you broach that subject? Um, I mean, his first one back, he, um, you know, there weren't a lot of options, you know. Um, with uh um people really not training during the during the lockdown you know so um you know a lot of the the checkmat guys were ready and um and after that um lovato's kind of always just wanted to fight the toughest guy available you know and i think now that he's in camp been in camp with hugo and sanji i think his mindset is probably like i can fight anybody you know, because I mean, like, dude, if that's your your daily training partners are Victor Hugo and Sanji Hibera, like, seriously, like, <laughs> who would you not fight? Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know. So I think it's just the right time for both of them. 
So you said uh, you feel this is the biggest gi match in Fight to Win history. Elaborate a little bit on that. Why do you feel that this is bigger than the other ones? What makes this match so big? Uh, just the accomplishments that both of them have achieved. You know, I mean, Lovato, you know, I know a lot of his um, gi accomplishments are fuck, probably more than a decade old by now, huh? Yeah, true. You know, one one world's in two thousand seven. So yeah, two thousand seven, two thousand nine, whatever. But you know, Hulk's top of the game right now, and I think if Lovato was to compete in the adult divisions, um, he could still compete with those guys. You know, I see those guys that do my tournaments all the time that are in his bracket. You know, uh, Hudson and Jake and all those guys, and Lovato's right there with them. So I mean, he kind of like Cyborg. He might have aged, but he hasn't lost anything. If anything, he's gotten better over time. You know, he's gotten tougher from the MMA fighting, and his conditioning is on a whole nother level. You know, and it's um, just gotten more time to perfect his craft and. You know, I mean, that's the thing, you know, if Lovato gets on top of you, it's, you know, it's over, you know, so it's just like, um, and it's a tough, it's going to be a tough match. It's a tough match for Hulk, but seeing Hulk out the way he fought Roberto, it's just kind of like, man, if I think Lovato's probably going to have to finish him in order to win this match, or he's going to have to like get him out and just like dominate from that position the whole time attacking his Lovato choke and all that. I don't know what it's actually called. That's just what we call it. <laughs> um, but if he lets it go to, uh, you know, each of them playing their game, I, I would probably think Hulk probably has a better shot at winning because he throws more attacks, you know, he swings more and Lovato just kind of has that, like goes, his whole game is kind of like a one setup punch. You know what I mean? It's like get gets past the guard, gets to mount, gets the cross choke, or gets the guillotine or whatever the move that he's going for he gets. But Hulk's just like a rapid fire, you know? So it's kind of like a shotgun versus machine gun, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, Lovato's just like one long sequence, right? And if you have to do that yeah. over and over again, that's exhausting. That's the thing. Well, you know, it's like he told me, I remember it was his second time or third time he fought for me. Third time he fought for me when he fought Tanner Rice. And I was like, "How? What do you? What do you think?" He was like, "It's going to take me at least six minutes to pass his guard." He is like, "Tanner's guard's really tricky." He's like, "I've gone with guys that are as tough guards as him. It takes about six minutes to pass, but once it passes, it's over." And like, sure enough, the match was over in like six and a half minutes. But it took him every inch of that six minutes <laughs> to pass the guard. You know, and, then, and I. You got go another. Ahead. You got another title fight on there. Uh, interesting one. Uh, female no gi. Uh, Natalie Tata Hibero and Talita Alencar, two girls who both won Nogi Worlds uh, last year, 2019. And uh, what do you think about this one? Uh, Talita is like one of the most exciting female grapplers out there, um, mainly because she's just kind of a dick. Like when she's out there, she's just like she pushes people around. She smacks them in the head. She's kind of dirty in her fighting. She's, she's a grinder. You know, she's just like, she's just kind of a dick, you know? And so it's like, it's fun to watch, you know, because she's just kind of bullies people around. Um, Tata has only fought for me twice. And I think, I think she's won both, maybe one, one lost one. I haven't seen too much of her, to be honest with you. She fought for me once in California at fight to win 61. And then another time in Chicago, maybe. And then subversive. So I get, I mean, she's fought like three times on the show, but she's never competed against anybody at the level of Toledo, 
but then again, um, you know, she was competing for me as a purple belt and a brown belt, so it's a whole new world. We'll see. We'll see how it how it translates over, you know. Uh, but Talita is the champion in that weight class, so um, you know my money would be on Talita. <laughs> I just remember Natalie Ribeiro at Nogi Worlds had a great match with Jenna Bishop. Um, really scrappy stand up, like some good wrestling from both from both athletes there. So I think that'll be fun to see how that plays out. Oh, with, yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying though, like these girls, like if you <laughs> like if you saw what happened with the title belt with the girls, it was like Talita won the title, and then Talita lost to. Karen, I think, and then Karen lost to Amanda Montiero, and then Talita beat Amanda Montiero, and then Karen beat Talita. So it's like all those girls, when you get to that level, they're pretty much, you know, they're pretty much at the same level. Like when I look at Talita, Karen, uh, Jenna, Gabby McComb, Louisa Montiero, um, Luana, they're all like right there. Like all the girls that are the best in the world, they're like, any of them can win those divisions if you take Bia out. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, you take away Bianca. I mean, they're, they're just, there's so many legit girls around that weight class, you know? Yeah. And they all it's fight like, each other all the time, too. Like they're all, they're all yeah. very familiar. That's one of the reasons why I like this one because I don't think that these two have fought, or if they have, it's been a long time since they've competed that I know of. Good point. And the third up on that that card, another banger. We have Edwin versus uh, Jonathan Gracie. That's a sick match, man. I'm super pumped on that one. Yeah, I am. Um, I've honestly never seen Jonathan compete ever. He's a beast, um, dude. Super aggressive. I got a message from. It was funny because I was going through my messages recently, and I got a message from Angelica, and it was literally from like four years ago about this purple belt that I had to get on the show. You know. And I was like, oh, he's a Gracie? And she's like, eh, kind of. Like, <laughs> trying to explain it. You know? He uses it. And, he uses the name. <laughs> yeah, the name is. But, like, I didn't know who he was, you know? But, like, I mean, Andre and Angelica have been pitching this guy for years. And it just never worked out. But, um, yeah, it's worked out. And um, it's funny because Genatus is ranked number three in the world, I think, right now. And I don't he won, even. He won, he won Euros. Right. And I don't even think Edwin's ranked. No, right I, Edwin's ranked in the in the new rankings. He just hadn't been doing gi stuff for a while, but he's like, I got he's in the top ten now. Okay, well, I'm just it's just it's a really solid matchup. Um, it's one that like you know I'm always going to bet on Edwin because that's the homie. You know, like I don't even know Janatis. I I don't even know how to say his name. I don't know I don't know Janatis personally. So um, you know, based on Edwin's past performance, I would say that. I think Edwin's going to win, but for most people I've talked to, they seem to think Janatis is going to take this one pretty easily. So it's always fun when you get matches like that, you know, or it's just like some one person, like the Hulk and Lovato thing. I'm interested to see what happens when you put the poll out of who for sure, people for sure. I think. I, that one I, is like totally 50-50 to me. Like it's on all about how that match starts. I feel like, you know, that'll dictate the rest of the match right after the go. It's going to be an interesting one. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, you know what I mean? I don't know what kind of camp Hulk's had, you know. Um, he was in Brazil until a week ago. I don't know if they were training out there or whatever, but I know Lovato has been training hard as fuck since, like, February, you know. Um, he's, he was in February, and then he was in camp for March, and then that fell through, and then I think he took a few weeks off, and then he got back in camp because he was one of the first people that I contacted about fighting again, you know. And so we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> this yeah. will be a good one. Lovato, sure. I, w- I was there when he uh, beat Maidana, and he seemed super motivated, almost like like reborn. Like he was just like so excited to be back in the gi and competing in a, in a jiu-jitsu event in the gi. 
And, I mean, he's probably got as much motivation as anybody out there right now. Yeah, like, we are just talking about this with Victor. And, man, may- maybe you saw it too, Seth, uh, at the event last weekend. You know, he was – Lovato was pacing around. He was amped up. You could tell he smelled blood in the air and he was so ready to get back on the stage. Well, I mean, the thing you got to remember, that dude was – you know, became a world champion in MMA, right? Um, probably was making shitloads of money in Bellator. I never asked him. But I'm sure he was making pretty good, and he had a good MMA future ahead of him, whether it was going to be in Bellator or switching over to the UFC. You know, I'm guessing he was making over six figures a fight. I don't, I'm sure you can look it up. But um, And then it was taken away from him from something that's not in his control. And so what is in his control is getting back and competing in jiu-jitsu and grappling and stuff like that, which is his true love and passion anyways. You know, I mean, if you try to find, like, someone that's a more pure martial artist than Lovato, like, it's, it's going to be a challenge. You know what I mean? Like that dude is like when you tell your kids like you want them to do martial arts to learn like respect and honor and dignity and all that stuff, like that's the guy you need to point at. <laughs> you know Absolutely. what I mean? So it's just like being around him alone is just motivating. Just like listening to him talk and the way he is with his team too, man. The guy, I mean, like and and, and nothing like against Hulk. You know, I just I know Lovato much better than I know Hulk. You know, like Lovato's got a gym in, in my town. You know, and those guys cross train with us all the time and they're a bunch of murderers it just bleeds down you know the whole six blade shit it's just like i've never gone into one of their schools where it's just like oh i can just walk through these people like everyone's a savage you know what i mean i mean you get by anybody you get mounted by anybody brown belt and above at any of those sabero jiu-jitsu schools it'd be fucked like it's just how it is they're just a bunch of monsters you know (laughs) i believe it i mean they're wizards at that shit. Like the sort of the, the mount, sort of a lost out art out there. Everybody wants the back, and those guys are just chasing that mount and cross choking people like it's twenty years ago. But uh, yeah. Seth, we gotta we gotta let you go. We gotta get our our next guest on. I'll see you out there this week. I'll be there Friday night. Actually, I'll be there Thursday at the Wayans. Sweet man, excited. See you All then. Right, thanks, thanks. Hey, buddy. Thanks, Seth. All right. So our next guest is gonna be uh, Heath Pedigo. From the Daisy Fresh, so exciting news coming is that we got uh, Daisy Fresh episode three coming, and it's going to be revolving around this weekend's fight to win. Yeah, we should we should have brought that up with Seth, but too many things, too little time. Uh, it's going to be Andrew's black belt debut. Is that correct? Yep, Andrew Wiltsey. So if you guys watched, I mean, a lot of people liked those uh, Daisy Fresh part one and part two, so we decided to go out and make a third one. I'm going to fly to. Uh, St. Louis, go to, go to where they live in Southern Illinois, ride in an RV with them to Dallas where five of the guys are going to be doing Fight to Win 144. This this weekend is 144, right? That's correct, yes. And it'll be Andrew's black belt debut against Isaiah Wright. Uh, a few of the other guys are fighting, Alejandro, George, uh, a newer guy, Jacob Couch, and who's the other one? Oh, a- Andrew's brother, Bird, will be fighting. So, all right, looks like we got Heath uh, there. Do we have... What up, All boys? Right. Here, here we What's go. Up, with, here we go with our uh, next guest, Heath Pedigo. Heath, how's it going? It's going better now that you can hear me. Yeah. You, so you're on a phone now, right? Yeah, phone. Yeah, you can pick that I thing can... up and walk around if you want and do whatever. Uh, so uh, <laughs> freedom. How's it going, man? What's new with you? It's going good, brother. Just been you know getting it in, ready to uh, you know accept some new challenges, I guess. So we were uh, just talking about how we're getting ready to shoot this Daisy Fresh episode three. How excited are you and the guys for this thing coming up? Um, man, they're, they're like they're really stoked, man. It's like uh, they, they, you know, they, they live in the gym, you know, so they they didn't ever really get to take any time off. So they've just been training and uh, getting it in. So they're fucking super stoked. They kind of been laying idle for like three months, you know. So 
Yeah, they're pretty excited. Bunch of savages with nothing to do. Let's 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 take a little tour. Let's walk around and see who see who's around there. You sure. got the phone. First yeah, off, so what's going on around there? Who we got? Are you guys even a barbecue right now? What, what's happening outside? No, no. So this is like uh, this, this is a. So this is Andrew's shed over here, where you know yeah. he just built this. You know, this is Let's kind of a. The thing here, he might be in here. You know, he might have a lady friend, or, you know, a boyfriend. Who knows? A lady friend in the shed. Andrew's like a double black belt. Andrew Wilty's lair. All right. Uh, yeah, he stays with the ladies in the shed, man. <laughs> I continue to be impressed. But uh, yeah, so this is the spot. There's George and uh, George and Alejandro there. There we go. Both. Both these guys fighting on uh, Fight to Win this weekend. Ask them how, they fe- how they're feeling going into Fight to Win. He wants to know how you feel uh, going into the Fight to Win. Feel good. Ain't nothing changed here. Best, best shape I've been in. Hey, and listen, life. they just said they stay ready so they don't have to get ready. You know, we're always ready to go. So <laughs> so they're good to go. So I, I'll take you guys in here. Just tell me if you can't see. You know what no, I mean? we can, can see everything. It's a whole screen right all, now. It's we all good. Everything. Yeah. So uh, look, look, kickboxing class going on here. Um, before training gets warmed up. Um, I didn't know you guys had kickboxing. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we got ladies here, too. You know, you, know, you just think it's a bunch of dudes or whatever, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> See Spatchy uh, in the background there? Spatchy got some long hair now. Yeah, there's Andrew and Michelle and, uh, yeah, Sati is over there. Jacob Sauch. Jacob, come here. It's Jacob Sauch. What up? He's also... It's the hillbilly oh, hammer. Shit. Yeah, hillbilly hammer. Yeah, he's, he's on the fight to win. They want to yep. know what's up, man. What's up with this weekend? What's up? Oh man. Put the pieces and Put that in. Let's see. Let's see right here. Got going over here. Put biscuits and gravy on these motherfuckers. Come out here. You can put some biscuits and gravy on them. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds like a treat. <laughs> you giving these guys breakfast? It's about to be delicious in that motherfucker. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm going to put some biscuits and gravy on him this week. How's Andrew doing? He's good, man. He's over there. Go, go grab Andrew. Let's see he's, he's probably trying to talk to that, that girl right now. Andrew! Andrew! <laughs> so what's up with you guys? What's up? Who, who's all going to you know, be in uh, Dallas this weekend uh, to do we this thing? We got quite the crew like going up, man. Yeah, there's going to be like four shooters, and then Howell's going to be out there too. Uh-oh. Here he is himself. What up, Andrew? Can't hear us probably, but how you doing, bro? Give, give, him, give him a oh, headphone. There he is. Andrew, what's how up, bro? Going? How you doing? What's up, <laughs> <laughs> you, you excited to be making your Black Belt debut this weekend? Uh, it's going to be uh, fun. Uh, it's a little heavier than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Got to lose some weight. I'm like 185. No, I'm 185. And He's fighting at 200. Hey, oh, shit. I didn't realize. 200 okay? And I was like... Sure. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's do it. You know. Yeah, you do those. You do absolutes all the time, anyways. You're used to that. Yeah, uh, they're, they're, I guess you could call them. <laughs> man, look, this fool is ready, bro. It don't I'm even ready. matter. It don't matter who it is, man. He he stays ready. All right, Heath. They, which uh, Heath? Which baseball hat are we gonna get out of you this weekend? Man, it's gonna probably be. A, it's a surprise. Probably, you know, I have to go with the Texas Rangers. You know what I mean? This is the official behind the play umpire hat so this is one of my favorite ones um but yeah i probably have to go you know for, for texas if i have to go with the texas rangers right 
All right, so Heath, take the he- take the headphone back, and, and now you can sit down and we we'll just do a one-on-one interview with you for a little bit. Uh, nice talking to you guys. Good done yeah, with you, nice, man. Nice to see you, Andrew. Nice to see the Daisy Fresh. I'm excited for this, man. This is going to be fun. We got Simone coming out with me, the girl who helped me shoot it last time. We're going to do a – oh, shit, that little troublemaker, little Jacob. Uh, yeah, this is JB. He was in the, the Kings tournament this weekend. Man, Jason Rao was cheating using them leg locks, man. <laughs> so, he – Yeah. Let's run through real quick exactly who all from your team is competing this weekend. Why don't you uh, talk us through it? All right, for sure, yeah. So we got uh, Satya uh, Bird, uh, Wiltsy. He's going through. Uh, the purple belts are Satya, George Valadares, Andrew, or uh, Alejandro. Um, Jacob. No, Jacob ain't doing it. He's all fu- – he's like – No, the other Jacob. Jacob Couch, the hillbilly hammer. You're right. Yeah, yeah. That's why you're biscuits the boss. And gravy. Yeah, he, he's going to put biscuits and Man. gravy on people in Dallas. That, this week. That's that's what he, I don't know what that means exactly, but that's what he keeps <laughs> saying. So I think it, I think it means he's going to win. It well, sounds Ron- like a treat, but Rondo used to talk about putting hot sauce on people. Are people putting hot sauce and biscuits and gravy on people now out there? Man, it sounds that way. You know, so Orlando Sanchez kind of took the hot sauce. You know, he kind of <laughs> kind of ran with that, and he really liked that. So. Yeah, man, the, the dudes are just in, like, uh, you know, you just kind of saw before class, the guys are all in, like, incredible spirits, man. They're like, you know, we, we, we've been having about 50 people, 50 people in each class, so it's wow. been pretty pretty stout, you know, pretty good room. The, you know, guys kind of keep trickle, trickling in from the, you know, the, uh, the the first Daisy Fresh film. Uh, so, you know, now we're going to be working on episode three. And that's what uh, you know. This 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 fight to win thing is. You guys called us up and said, "Hey, man, would you be interested in doing the three? Come to Dallas, interview the guys, kick some ass." I don't want to tell too much about it, but listen, this shit's gonna be incredible, man. It's like we're really looking forward to that, and uh, I don't know. It, it's uh, I'm pretty excited about the whole thing, dude. It's fire. So uh, Andrew, uh, we we closed off the last one with him getting his black belt. How are, how excited are you for this guy to finally be making his black belt debut this weekend? So, man, it's really exciting. It's kind of, you know, as, as a coach, it's kind of something that, you know, I've always just kind of like waited. Uh, I've anticipated this, you know, like uh, this is when it matters, you know, because there's always excuses at all the other belts. You know, it's like, oh, man, they're blue belts, they're purple belts, they're brown belts. But now it's like he's going to mix it up with the best guys. And, uh, man, I'm like just super excited about that. And like we've really looked uh, forward to this, you know, for a long time. So it's just really highly anticipated for me and for him. And I think just, you know, everyone in general, that's a fan of the team and, or who watched the show. It's kind of cool because you guys like captured his last match at Brown, you know, winning uh, the, the worlds and now his first at black. So it's really cool that, you know, he'll always have that because of you guys. So, you know, that's uh it's really badass to like flow and, you know, and uh, Michael and Simone, everybody did that for us. It's, it's pretty incredible. Uh, so, you guys obviously have been so successful in IBJJF tournaments. Is this your guys' first time of your team doing Fight to Win? Yeah, it's our first time. So uh, the, we we, uh, we signed up for Chicago, you know, but I mean, you know, like Seth State's bullshit, man. He won't even accept my friend request. So if Seth, you're watching this, you got to, you know, accept my friend request, man. <laughs> you know, but no, yeah, we're, we're, we're really excited. Uh, uh, you know, Chicago was the closest one. It's about five hours away, so – uh, none of the guys got picked. So, yeah, we're, like, really stoked about being able to do this. And, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're not really predominantly like a gi or no gi, like, squad. I mean, we do everything, you know what I mean? So it's like, uh, 
so so were they stoked to, to be able to do both and like you know kind of kind of go into the fight to win banner you know set set that's really incredible man he like he like stepped out and he like went out on the ledge and he, he kept grinding on this whole thing you know during this covid and all this and he's he's was kind of the uh you know the making all this possible for everybody so you know we really appreciate him and the fight to win crew like you know we, we know that they they're, they're risking a lot and putting a lot on the line to do all that so it's like uh you know, it's we're excited to be a part of this shit, man. It's going to be pretty badass, and to have that many guys on one show, I think we got a. Like I said, we have a the all the purple belts, the four purple belts: Clay Mayfield at brown belt, and then Andrew at black belt. So it's a pretty good lineup, man. Uh, six guys, I, I think. Hey, he, six guys, you know, yeah. Fight to Win's got a very particular rule set, unlike basically anything else out there. Are you guys aware of of the kind of a, the unique game plan required to to succeed there? Yeah, just slam the motherfuckers and try to tap them out the whole time, man. So that, that's <laughs> Seth would love that's, it if that's all they did. <laughs> they would absolutely love it. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, it's good. I really like it. You know, I, 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 I dig those rules because I think you know it pu- pushes the action. You know, a guy can have somebody mounted for five minutes, and uh, the guy from bottom can go for leg lock at the end. Uh, you know, in two different transitions. You know, and he can still win the match. So I think it kind of takes away like the the stalling and hanging on. I mean, the, the guys from here always push the action anyway. I mean, I don't think that there's very many matches where you'll say, "Hey, someone from Pedigo Submission Fighting was like getting stalling calls." You know, they they they, they go they redline it the whole time. So I think it's a it's a great like setup for us. And I'm uh you know I'm I'm pretty stoked about that. And I'm I'm really glad that Seth you know gave us the opportunity to come down and uh you know be a part of the show. So we're, we're pretty stoked. Yeah, your guys are on too much monster energy to stall. They got all those B vitamins and taurine and L carnitine running through their through their veins. So, but uh, yeah, no doubt. How do you think they match up with submission only rules? Do you think this will be better for them or, or worse for them, or will it make a difference them competing submission only rules? Man, honestly, I just don't think it makes a difference. You know, it's like one of the big things that it's important here that I really push on the guys. It's like you have to be good at everything, man. So, I, you know, look, if you don't want to do the gi, that's cool. If you don't want to do no gi, that's cool. But man just do what you do and and here we just do everything we just get it in so i think that they're gonna they're gonna have success no matter what they'll, they'll kick ass man they're uh they'll bring the heat and uh they'll uh they'll go after the guys man you, you'll see them uh they'll, they'll be going after subs and uh pushing the action the whole time none of their matches will be boring uh, you know so mark my words on that the, the, whoever their opponents are they'll, they'll they'll be uh they'll be coming after them no doubt there's a lot of big matches this weekend. You're somebody I really enjoy talking uh, jiu-jitsu matches, uh, matchups with, sort of nerding out on. I want to I want to hear uh, your opinion on some of these ma- uh, matches this weekend. What do you think about Jonatas Gracie versus Edwin Najmi? How do you see that one going? Man, both are incredible guys. You know what I mean? Jonatas is like such a – he's a really well-rounded guy. I mean, I think a lot of people thought for a long time that, you know, he had such a good spider guard and was like really tough on bottom. You know, it's it's like the 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 meows or uh, Nicholas Mirageli. Like people really like uh, they underestimate their passing, and I think Jonathan is like really strong on the top. And uh, you know, uh, it's a uh, you know, and of course Edwin, man. You know, Edwin always brings brings the action and he gets it in. Uh, you know, and he 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 brings it. So I think it'll be a fucking incredible match, either way. Uh, you know, on that, I think that those guys. It, that's that's an amazing matchup, man. It's really really badass. Um, uh, I think that uh, on the bottom, I think that, that, that you know, Edwin has the, the chance, uh, more the chance to catch Jonathan, I think, and, and, a lot, and submissions. But I think if it doesn't go into submission, that Jonathan will probably, uh, he'll probably grind it out. So, uh, you know, I, th- that's my call. I think that uh, Edwin will catch the submission or Jonathan will get the ref's decision, you know, and kind of grind that shit out. 
Of course, headlighting the card is one of the sickest matches uh, I can even think of. We have Rafael Lovato Jr. versus Lucas Hulk Barbosa. What does it mean to yeah. the guys to be on, on the same card as like an American legend like uh, Lovato? So, man, you know, it's like a lot of the guys, like Andrew, for instance, I know that this sounds funny, but he actually really doesn't know that much about jiu-jitsu practitioners in general. He, like, just does it, and he doesn't like to watch really too, too much video. You know, he kind of, like, I don't know, maybe makes himself nervous or something. So sometimes I'll tell him, uh, hey, man, you're going against so-and-so. The guy, you know, the guy won two world championships, and he just says, oh, okay, good, you know, I... But uh, he never wants to see him. But the younger cats, man, huge Lovato fans, you know, because he switched over and did the MMA stuff with the Bellator champion, you know, and then he had the unfortunate, you know, incident with the injury. So it's like I'm I'm proud that the guys are on the same card as him. And then, you know, Barbosa, man, it's kind of like a mix. You know, Lovato's kind of like the the representing the older fellows like me and Michael Sears over there. And then, you know, like uh, Barbosa's kind of like for the young bucks. So. I got to go for you, like, you know, Lovato, just because, you know, we're old as shit. So, you know, we got to stick together as old guys. But it's an incredible match, man. Barbosa always brings it. His, uh, you know, he's relentless, relentless at everything that he does. And uh, even when he gets tired, man, he's like he's like a possum, like the Leandro Lowe. You know, he just keeps continuously pushing the pace, even when he can fucking barely walk. You know what I mean? So that that's going to be, a, you know, that, that, you know, Seth knocked it out of the park with the matchups for sure. I mean, those are two, like, major kick-ass ones uh you know pretty major absolutely and then uh the next night we have uh have you seen the bracket yet for this uh kumite that's going on this weekend the absolute one no i don't think so third coast thing i'll I'll tell you some names that are in there jonatas gracie is in there uh he's fighting back to back back nights yeah this one's in houston uh jonatas gracie has pedro Mourinho first round victor hugo has evangelista first round so Jonathan Gracie, Jonathan Gracie, will, will, is it gi or no gi? Gi. It's a gi tournament. So yeah. Jonathan Gracie's going to beat Pedro the first round. Okay. And then uh, Evangelista versus Victor Hugo. Uh, Victor Hugo, I think that he's like on right now, man. Uh, I think that he's like up and coming. And I think he ran into a couple of the really small road bumps that you do when you first get the black belt. But I think that he's like, uh, he's figuring it all out, man. You know, he came at, uh, you know, no gi worlds and he kind of like... Uh, you know, he was in and out, and then he showed up. I think that he's going to, like, uh, you know, uh, start, like, really upsetting. You know, not really upsetting, but, you know, I think he's going to start uh, being on top a lot, man. You know, he's a young guy, and I think he's really coming into his game and uh, believing in himself. You know, he's always amazing, but once you get to that black belt, you know, and, and you realize that, you know, your idols are like your rivals now, you know, once you can get over that hump, I think that that's, like, a major major uh you know thing and i think that that just kind of happened to him he kind of like laid back on a couple of his matches and now i think he's just like you know like fuck it he's just gonna bring it when he starts doing that man hugo's like he's hard to like you know you know you know cage up so that that, that, that's it that yeah so on the other side of that bracket um is also pretty sick we have gustavo batista versus tanner rice first round and then jake watson taking on felipe andrew pretty pretty sure we might see gustavo and andrew in the in the semi there yeah, I mean, listen, you know, Batista, like, you know, I, I think he, he, he showed last week. I mean, uh, so we've competed with, like, uh, Batista, you know, ever since Andrew was a blue belt. So I really yeah. kept a close eye on him when he was with uh, uh, Cicero Cosa, and then he left with Leandro Lowe, and then he left him with Atos. And listen, the guy showed how much of a badass he was last week with Roberto. Not once, twice, but three times he picks the top closed guard. I mean, that's like, listen, if there's Nobody a position do you don't want to – Fuck yeah. no. In jiu-jitsu right now, if there's a position you don't want to be in, it's in Roberto's closed guard. I mean, that's just like... He did it to Jamie like Canuto, a, too. 
on everybody, man. The yeah. guy just did it, you know, three times in a row. And it was like, even when he was doing it, like I was amazed watching that. I felt like a kid, you know what I mean? It's like excited watching the, uh, you know, like sports as a kid, man. It, it was really cool to see him like come out of his shell and like for everybody to really get to see like how powerful and like dominating he is on top, man. They, they said that he could really shut some guards down. And man, that was the, the proof was in the pudding there, man. He came and kicked ass and, uh, you know, cause those, those are no easy feats. Um, and then uh, Felipe, Andrew, and Watson. Man, listen, Watson is, uh, you know, he, he hasn't been doing so great, but he, he's incredible. He, he's a competitor. He always shows up. He's always in the game. The guy can – literally, he can ankle lock anybody, man. He can uh, he can stop anybody in the tracks. And he just doesn't stop there. You know, he's, he's like, long. And, of course, Felipe, Andrew, man, he's had some huge wins. Uh, you know, and that, th- those are two guys that can just, like, bring it. And, uh, you know, they, they, they can upset anybody, man. So it's wild that they, they met the first round. They're kind of like – both the upset kings i think so that's that's a pretty killer tournament you guys are you know so that that puts us at a semifinal of uh batista and felipe andrew on one side and victor hugo and jonatas gracie on the other side who do you think comes out of that and becomes the champion out of those four guys you put in the semis man so the rematch would be uh it would be at a purple belt uh i, I think the purple belt uh absolute you're open. talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jonathan beat him. You go and John, and John yeah. has actually upset him. Yeah, which was amazing, man. It was like but, a, the the big win when he kind of like came out Vic, and everybody like. Victor beat him last year at Brown, but I forgot about it. But he reminded me when when Jonathan slammed him. Yeah, yep. Yeah, the rubber match, man. So this will be the kind of rubber match for him, man. I'm gonna have to go with like Victor on this one just because the size. I think he's that came into his size. I think it's gonna really be uh, you know, he's a little bit younger, and I think now he's start, starting to learn that pressure. You know, like uh, you know, the Ribeiro's have been like you know, uh. uh you know, keeping him on that. And I think that he's going to really use this pressure. And I think he can, uh, he's going to go to the finals. And the other side was Felipe and Batista, man. I'm, man, I'm going to have to go with Batista. Uh, I, I just think that he's going to have too much pressure from top, man. And, uh, you know, the flying armbar stuff's not going to work on him. You know, he, he pulls, he's been pulling and he gets into that lasso and his lasso is so good and so powerful. It's, it's like the loosest, tightest thing ever. That's the, the way to explain it. You know, when he gets that pan grip, he's like, he's hard to break it down. And I think there's only about 40 seconds left, so I'm going to have to go with, a, a, like, a, a Batista in the finals, man. That would be, like, Batista over Hugo would be the, you know, you know uh, what, what I would say to win that. So I think Batista's going to take the whole tournament home. But you got all Batista those guys going back-to-back back at, at, at the Kumite. All right. Not back, a bad. Back-to-back. Dude, he, he does good in, in absolutes. So that's not a bad choice. Uh, I'm hoping we see Victor Hugo Batista, man. That would be a cool match. Yeah, that's that's a hell of a match. They haven't. Uh, Victor said earlier they haven't awesome. fought, right? Yeah, they did train together. No, never fought. He did train. They, they revealed yeah, that. Victor said that he actually used to drop into Cicero's and NS back in the day before he was a barrel and trained a lot with Batista. So they sort of know each other's game. So it'll be interesting. All right, Heath, uh, we're going to have to get going in a second. I'm looking. I'm flying out there tomorrow. I'll see you. I'm looking forward to this. Tell the boys to find the, the good Panda Express on the way from uh, Mount Vernon to, <laughs> yeah, no to Dallas so we can make some stops. <laughs> right. Thanks so much for calling in, Heath. Take care, fellas. Hey, man, thanks for having me. Chase, Michael, I appreciate you guys. Flo, thanks for everything. Daisy, fresh episode three. Fight to win Dallas this weekend. Everybody tune in. It's going to be good shit, man. Huge card. See you guys then. Peace. That's how you nail a sign-off right there. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. All right. So that was a great show. Uh, You got anything to add before we get out of here? No, I think he said it best, man. It's going to be a sick weekend. Uh, You're going to be on the road, so not as many who's number ones this week. But don't worry, we'll have all the other articles, analysis, and preview coming out from the guys staying home. I'm going to Houston. You'll be in Dallas. Yep. And guys, stay tuned. Jiu-Jitsu is back, baby. Hell yeah.